Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts my whole life i've been told this one story about my family about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
everybody you are listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show uh-huh one more time man steve harvey got a radio show man ain't god been good to me wow but then again ain't he been good to you too though i mean really man think of all the blessings god has given you think of all the things he's done for you things that you asked for things that you didn't ask for Things that you was expecting. Then all about all of the unexpected blessings. Man, he just keep coming with it, don't he? You know what? There's some good news today, though, y'all. You know, in the, in, the, in the face of the economy being the way it is, in the face of uh, the world being the way it is, the, the, the evilness that's out there, it just, it just seems like that's all that's on the news sometimes. You know, you, we got... We got news of parents not really standing up being parents. We got news stories of children turning on their parents. You got you got everything. The economy, you got places you thought used to be beautiful places to go. Now they got travel alerts. It's, it's just it's all it's, it's it's all over. But the good news is there's something that you can have in this relationship with God that gives you a way to deal with it all. And I'm not saying that it'll it'll protect you from every single thing out there that's happening because some things are going to happen to you. You're going to be in an accident from time to time. You're going to make a mistake and fall down from time to time. But man, wouldn't it be incredible to you, for, for you if you understood that you had some insurance in all of this, that no matter what happened to you, you know, you were covered. You know, look, Insurance companies, as good as they are, you know, like our friends at State Farm or any other uh, insurance company, you know, they do they do some amazing things. Insurance is a really, really good thing to happen in the event that something happens to you. You know, you may not want to pay the premium, but guess what? In the event that something happens to you, that insurance is absolutely critical. Well, but guess what? They cover certain things. You could get life insurance. You can get auto insurance, you can get accident insurance, you can get health insurance. There is nothing that you can buy to safeguard you against life's decisions. You know, if you make a mistake, if you cheat, if you lie, if you if you fall down and you can't seem to get it together and you make a crazy decision about how you're going to go about securing an income, there, there, are, there are no policies you can buy for that. You can't buy a policy if you stop being the man you're supposed to be and, 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 and give up on your children. You can't buy a policy if something happens as a mother and all of a sudden you're not the mother you're supposed to be. But there is some insurance coverage out there for you. And that relationship that you form with God, that friendship that you form with him, that that alliance that you that that partnership that that prayer that you put in all the time there is an insurance policy that you have taken out when you form a relationship with your heavenly father when you form a friendship when you form a bond 
that protects you, that protects you when these things happen in the event that they happen. Now, here's the great thing about prayer. Prayer can head off some stuff from happening. It really, really can. Prayer can prevent some things from happening. You know, I'll give you an example in my life. Okay, here we go. Because, see, see, this is the best way for me to do it. Because, see, I, what I don't like to do is, is talk to people without letting them know, hey, look, I'm in this hole with you. I feel where you're at. Okay, here we go. I was making some decisions a few years ago because what I thought I was doing was counterbalancing something that was happening in my life. You know, I thought that since I wasn't happy or well, for whatever the reason I thought I wasn't happy, if, if, if I, as wrong as I am, wanted to blame somebody else for my unhappiness, that, that's, that's really, if, if I make a bad decision because I'm thinking I'm unhappy with somebody, oh, hold upon, two wrongs don't make a right. And I make a decision to do something wrong. And now the consequences come when I do something wrong. See, then the, I already know as an intelligent thinking man, as most of you are, that when you do something wrong, that, you know, there is a consequence for that. I teach that to my son. When you do something wrong, there is a consequence. So as an adult, I fully understood the consequence. And so what I was doing was I was making some decisions that was causing some consequences in my life that was delaying my happiness, delaying my progress, causing my business not to go the way it could go, so forth and so on. Well, what I started doing was I took out this insurance policy called prayer. And I started putting it in my mix on a daily basis. And then I started putting it in my mix, you know, two, three times a day. And then I found myself using it all the time. And then I really started putting it in when, when I didn't need any help, when I wasn't in trouble. I started putting insurance in. I started making deposits into the bank. I started paying my premiums down. And prayer is like a premium. You just pay into it. Then when situations started coming up now, it that prayer that I had put in, that in, those premiums I had paid, it started preventing me from making the decisions I was making in the past. Thus, I didn't have to suffer the consequences. Thus, my businesses didn't have to be delayed in its progress because I had put some payments on some premiums. I had taken out an insurance policy with my life, my real life. I'm talking about your life where you make your day-to-day decisions in. I'm not talking about, see, life insurance is only good if you die. God has a policy that's available, that's available for you while you living. See, in order for an insurance policy to pay, something bad got to happen. When you take out the policy with your, with your heavenly father, when you pay the premiums of prayer, and that's all it costs, man. It ain't, you ain't got to have no money for this policy. I put into the policy, it pays me dividends and benefits for living. Ain't nothing got to go wrong for me to cash in on this policy. I use this policy for good things. Steve Harvey, long way from being perfect. I never claimed perfection. As a matter of fact, you know, it's kind of funny, man, how people do. That's, that's why I'm a, I, I, I used to be so afraid to even, you know, bring up God in my relationship and what I was trying to do. Because just the other day, I got an email in the email bag. I'm going to just tell you how people work. It didn't stop me. It didn't shake me. I just, I just want you to understand how people are. 
See, people sit up and listen to you, and then they use that for a point they got to make. Mr. Harvey, since you say you better now, and God is making you better, and you a changed person, why do you treat Eugene the way you do? Eugene is obviously, and then she used a three-letter word for Eugene that we've never used on the show about Eugene. Eugene is, nobody never said that. We just doing the show over here. But see, that don't bother me no more. Because all I want the lady to know is, this is just a show, everybody. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's nothing more. It's nothing less. You know, a lot of people know who Eugene is. A lot of people know what Eugene do. Some people do. Some people don't. But people will take information they hear you about your walk and try to throw it in your way. And in a subtle way, in a subtle way, you ain't what you say you are. You ain't walking like you said you're going to walk. Man, listen to me, y'all. Make the decisions to pay your premiums in prayer. Talk to your Heavenly Father. Get you some insurance in your life. And when you have little things like that, keep on stepping, man. God loves you, man. Man, I sure hope you talk to God today because guess what? He sure would like to hear from you. That's for sure. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Steve Harvey. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This show would be nothing without the following people. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, Steve. Good morning. Carla Farrell. Good morning, crew. Keir Spates, better known as Junior. Morning, Unc. Morning, everybody. J. Anthony Brown, better known as Bitter Man. What up, man? Ladies and gentlemen, Thomas W. Miles, better known as The Fool, a.k.a. Nephew Tommy slash Little Man. (laughs) Good morning, everybody. And the little man is just for aggravation purposes. He's really not that small. That's all. (laughs) We know know how to push each other's buttons, though. We've worked together. Everybody know everybody's buttons. We've worked together for so long. Just lay on it, Yeah, We We lay on it. I don't have a button. Uh, it's bitter. We ain't found it yet, but we gonna bitter find it. Bitter as you are. Oh, we, he has oh, a button. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, you have a button. Yeah. Oh, Steve it's called Steve's been marriage. <laughs> yes. yes. It's what? Oh, his button is called marriage. <laughs> oh, marriage, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you bring it up, he start drawing. I know. The last time I brought it up, he snapped at me, remember? <laughs> Went like in. <laughs> Oh, and I know another button, but I'll only use it if he pisses me off. Uh What? Oh, oh, because you know you've known him the longest. Yeah. Oh, I got buttons. You got some buttons. He got another button. (laughs) (laughs) It's big and red. It's the one same size one sitting on Trump desk. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's it's nuclear. He get mad with you, you just talking about the yeah, you know, yeah. Okay, he know what it is then. Yeah, let's, can we just move Yeah, on? yeah, we've been together a long time, me and my boy right there, boy. It was the best thing putting him on this show, man. Kind of gave me like a balance point, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you see how he talked to me when I come into work. Yeah. Y'all ain't never talked oh, yes. to me like that. Yeah. No, but you all have history, man. Oh, he oh, talked to me so crazy when I come to work. 
if we didn't know what you up, guys, blankety blank? we would yeah, we would think yeah. you hated each other the way you talk to each other. That's just yeah. amongst us. I don't do it on the other job. No. Ever. no. But that's love that's, though. That's, that's your that's your love lie. language. That's <laughs> a lie. Junior. He lying right now. What did he say Dog. when he doesn't do it anywhere else? He come in there on the days he ain't on the air. Uh. He come in there and give us a gift. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Mm. That's fun. Man. It's Monty. Yeah. Yeah. We don't get it. Mm-hmm. And the Olympics are over. Steve, yes. speaking yes. of that, curling won the gold. Gold medal, yeah. USA, USA curling, baby. Yeah. USA team. USA team. <laughs> curling won. Take us out, you Steve. You don't have to be in shape to win. So. Yes. <laughs> Take so why us would out, you Steve. be doping? We'll be back. You ain't got to dope the Russian team, nah, though. For Curl, curls. Steve, uh-huh. come on. Holler. I love it. Go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. So I, I have to tell you congratulations because I never even knew what curling was or it never even oh, paid attention to it or anything mm-hmm. until you brought it up on the show. You thought it was That's a hair true, type of thing, didn't you? Yeah, I... <laughs> Hello. You thought it was a hair contest. <laughs> no, Olympic. the Winter Olympics. Sports. What? Yeah, but exactly. It's like Bronner Bronner Brothers Hair Show <laughs> at the Olympics. I've been there. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Steve, the uh, U.S. men's curling team won the gold uh, for the men, but. Um, during the medal ceremony, they were accidentally given the women's gold medal, but the mistakes were quickly corrected. Hey, gold is gold. <laughs> we'll gold take it, gold. we'll take it, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know there was a different gold medal. I didn't Me know neither. that. I, neither different did I. Genders. I didn't yeah. Yeah. Neither yeah. did I. Are the, are the men's uh, medals bigger or something? Bigger? I, 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 I have no um, idea. The women use I don't a swiffer. That's right. <laughs> Shut up for curling. I Shut up. <laughs> But they were very emotional, these guys, though. They were they were crying and, you know, wow. Yeah, it was emotional. But I all I could think of was you, Steve. Me too, (laughs) sure. Because you kept talking about it. Because they were talking about because of this gold medal, how how the uh, curling is going to increase in the country now. Mm. There are 22,000 registered curlers. Uh-huh. Who knows that? How do you know the information? Well, they do tell you. They Dog, I'll be yeah. paying attention, man. Yeah, they, they say that. They give you the stats. Mm. Dog, yeah, I'll be paying attention, man. I'll be listening. I'm telling you, curling means something to me. But why, though? Why does it mean? And that's what I'm trying to understand. Because it's, it seems so slick to me, man. I've done it once before, too. Oh, but I, don't, I didn't no want to do nothing else. They, yeah. they was trying to teach me how to sweep. I went, hey, uh-uh, uh-uh. I just want to, I'm the dude, throw the stone. <laughs> I'm not sweeping. So, My people okay. done enough sweeping. No, I'm the only <laughs> black out here. Now, <laughs> what I'm not going to be doing is the sweeping. But it requires more skill than athleticism, right? I mean. I mean, you know, it's, an, it's, a, it's, a, it's you know, a little athletic move, you know, if you don't have the right form, you're not going to be able to curl. It's a sport, you know. Okay, like It requires golf, athleticism. You got to stay on your feet and sweep that sweep. You fall, man. Okay. You bust your tail on that ice. Ooh. Yeah. You know, mm. but I mean, you know, hurt. it's not 
anywhere near as physical as any of the other sports. Skiing, like snowboarding, ice skating, cross-country, bobsledding. Because once you slide, the rest of it's hollering. Yeah. Right. Uh, I love the yelling. Gotta have your vocals see. together. Yes, holler for us, Steve. No, I don't want to do that no more. <laughs> but and what are they saying again? Hard. Uh-huh. Hard. She wasn't. And then some of us left. <laughs> left and right. Because that oh. sweeping helps the stone go faster or slower. Oh, okay. See, the harder they sweep, they're polishing mm-hmm. the ice. Oh, yes, polishing? If they don't, they're slowing the stone down. And if they brush it harder to one side, it's making it spin less. Because mm-hmm. that little handle That's- on top. Mm-hmm. Is how they control the curvature of the stone. Because they can put English on it like a pool ball and throw it where to go. And when it gets to a certain area, to start curling in. That's why they call it curling. That is really amazing. It's amazing, amazing. that he know all this. That's what well, I'm he put English, curling games, English, English is like pool ball. You know, like when you're shooting pool, which I can do. <laughs> but, oh, okay. So know. here's the connection yeah, between see, curling. Okay. So, with curling. English is how you control where the cue ball goes after it strikes the object ball. If you hit it on top of the ball, you're making the cue ball follow behind the ball after it hits. Mm. If you hit it in the middle of the ball and just below, you're making the cue ball stop when it hits. If you hit it on the bottom of the cue ball with the cue stick, you're making the back up. You're making the Mm. cue ball come back. If you hit it on the high top right side and you hit the ball, you're putting a left spin on the object ball so when it hits the rail, it'll spin left harder and oh. direct to the opposite. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's about nine pieces of English you can put on the cue ball and lose your damn money messing with me. I think, <laughs> I think you should go to the Olympics. Ass. As an expert is, next is time. Is it every two years or every four years? Man? No, every I could only go to Olympics if they put pool shooting in it. <laughs> on ice. <laughs> then you'd win your gold. No, medal. I can't be no ice. ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wow. I love that and ping pong. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't play that. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, Steve, yeah. Shirley, did you hear about Lindsey Vaughn? At the, at the Winter Olympics. What about her? Mm-hmm. She spread her grandfather's ashes. Oh, yeah, because he just in the ice? away. Down the slope. Did you see that? I didn't see it, but I, I knew he passed away. I didn't know what she did. I, yeah, so, she wanted to win it for him. He yeah. fought in the Korean War. In the Korean. So, oh, that makes so sense. So Korea uh, meant a lot gotcha. to him. Mm-hmm. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. There's a way to yeah. get him back. And he wanted to go ashes. with her to Korea to oh. watch her go for gold. But he passed away. Oh, okay, so she spread his ashes on a rock near the mountain where the yeah. downhill races. Mm. Yeah. She's what? the chick that dated Tiger. Yeah, yeah. Tiger Woods. Yep, yeah. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. So she won a, after the she whole, won after all the women, yeah, there was yeah, a, a lull a period. Then he dated uh, Lindsey Vaughn. Yeah. Mm. And I don't, I forgot why they broke well, up. Everybody after got all, all the women. What? Everybody got. You said there was a low period. A low. low period. Lull, I said, lull. You know, where we, he wasn't really... Oh, ain't no man stop seeing women. Well, in the public, Steve. Oh, no, no, no. We you didn't know. He was out in public. 
<laughs> it wasn't oh, in public no, without the other people. Right, oh, but no, we no. found out about those. Shirley, huh? Shirley. Huh? Ain't no man stop seeing women. Okay. No. No. Uh-huh. no. We got Even. to go to prison for that to pop up. <laughs> well, it wasn't in the public eye. And then you're going to try to guard at that point. Yeah. Like Lindsey Vaughn. And the rest of it wouldn't have been in public eye either. Yeah, he got caught. The tiger wife hadn't found that damn phone. Yeah. With his name on it, Tiger. That's why men hey, should cheat. One of my wife's making calls. Erase your phone. All right. Uh, it is Monday, so you know what that means. Get ready for Reverend Motown, Deacon Def Jam. They're up next with Church Complaints right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to talk more about the Winter Olympics. Miss Ann is here with today's national news. But right now, it is time for Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam with today's church complaints. Mm. 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 Oh, my Mm. Lord, I forgot. Hold on, let me get my voice. Uh, Take your time, Pastor. I don't have the proper voice. Hold on. Yeah, you. But you, you, you deep. gained so many voices. You all right? I'm a game show host, and it's mm-hmm. overcoming my better judgment. All right. We that into we okay. we here for this ratchetness of complaintress mm-hmm. and confusionality. Hell from a man. congregation that is unbathetically, and I say that humbly, right. as I <laughs> recently heard her say, ladies and gentlemen, the most ungrateful congregation <laughs> of all time, headed up by what used to be my main man, Deacon Def Jam, you falling off with these complaints. Go ahead, Deacon. Oh. I thought I was still your main man. I, all right. Well, uh, you're the only Deacon I got at the church. Wait, I, uh, we okay. tried to bring in Adenoid, but can't nobody stand his voice. <laughs> well, it's the breathing. It's not the voice. It's uh, the breathing. It's so damn aggravating. It's just like him, though. <laughs> He's here if you need him, though, Pastor. Well, I, well you know, matter of fact, I, I, I'm going to talk to Adnoid a little later on and discuss some things with Uh-oh. him. Go ahead. All right. Pastor, uh, here we have uh, Brother Jabba Jaw Jenkins got his last tooth removed last week. He's asking that the church buy him a blender and a uh, life supply of straws. As you know, three years ago, he was caught with... Brother Lina Goodwine's wife and lost all his teeth except one. Mm-hmm. That one just got removed a couple weeks ago. So, ah, mm-hmm. uh, blender and lifetime supply of straws is what he's asking. <laughs> We're not going to be able to do that for Brother Jabba Joe. <laughs> Jabba Joe Jenkins. Yeah, uh, had he kept his Jabba in his pants, we wouldn't have this situation. <laughs> All right. I'm moving right along. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now that weed has become legal in some states, Pastor, we now have a group that wants to develop a weed ministry. They call themselves High Hopes. Uh, They want you to approve the ministry and give them full range to turn the basement into a greenhouse. What? (laughs) We're not allowing the growth of weed in this basement of the Lord's house. 
Now, uh, the industry is making a lot of money, just so you know. Well, I understand that. Now, we do have a lot that's <laughs> empty behind the chair. That <laughs> I strongly suggest we go out there and fence in and provide a deacon to watch it. Because uh-huh. as soon as them Valentine boys find out it weed down here, here they come. So All I right. suggest that they weed ministry use the um, the lot right behind the church. All right. I will let everyone in high hopes know that mm-hmm. behind the I got it. Uh, Pastor, uh, Kirk Franklin and Re- uh, Fred Hammond have a movie coming out called Big Spirit, Little Spirit. Um, they will be, uh, they would like to feel some of the scenes here at the church. It's scheduled to hit Netflix October 2018. Uh, side note, they got 10 million apiece for the pitch. Well, we're gonna need a piece of that 10 million to film here. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna need and full, full reciprocity for that right. also. And well, we expect what? a donation of reciprocity. We're gonna expect a donation from Lil Kirk and Big Fred. All right. Or of some kind for that. How much you think we could get, Deacon? Well, considering they're getting 10 apiece, I mean, if we get 10% from each one of them, Pastor, we looking pretty good. 10%? That, 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 that's tides. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, we can charge them for using the church as well. That's That's $2 million if you total that. That's right. That's right. Well, they come here, they ain't use a church. They ain't had a church. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna give church. the church away? <laughs> and they have all these crosses, pew, choir robe, offering trade, communion jugs. All this going. Not the jazz. If you sell the church, then I won't have complaints next week. Now, we well, can't just, yeah. know, what are we complaining for? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. They had a church. They give her $2 million. I'm going to give y'all 10%. Y'all going to open up another one of these. <laughs> and I ain't even got to be the pastor no more. What? What about you your calling? Too? What about your calling, Pastor? I've been, I've been, you, just like you get called to, you can get called out. <laughs> and I know I get called up out of here. I get my hands on 1.8. <laughs> you out. I know I've served him longer than <laughs> Wow. I, I, I can see the sign. <laughs> what are the signs? The, the, the sign, that's a sign for me to get out and move my life. And there's other ways to, to serve and spread the gospel. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I think after I get 1.8, it'd be just time for me to spread. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you can't, you, the whole 1.8 can't just go to you, though, Pastor. Uh-huh. I've been no, working I just too, told man. you. That I would 10%. give you all the church ten yeah. percent. That. See that two million. million. Uh-huh. Now that two hundred thousand. Uh-huh. But I, they don't. Excuse me, Pat. Between me and you, the other people ain't really been working here doing that. He I thinks he should get half. Like well, a million. I, I don't know. I'm digging. I'm not hand you the ten percent. Okay, how you do it? <laughs> He thinks he should get half, Pastor. Who should get half? Deacon. Deacon. Yeah. Deacon Def James. That's what he's he saying. He get half, yeah. a, half of the 200? Half of no, the 2 million. Half of the 2 million. <laughs> oh, you ain't nobody but the deacon. 
What'd you say, Deacon? That's I like said, well, the I mean, referee <laughs> getting the same money as the fighter. <laughs> that ain't finna happen. It's like, what's that? Right. Let's deep. move on, Boy, Pastor. That, that, that's, that's not finna we'll, happen. We'll, we'll, you just we'll the same as what you saying is. I'm the pilot. And you the flight attendant trying to make the same money. <laughs> now, how am I the co-pilot? I would be the co-pilot. No, I see, would... no, no, no. See, what you is, you just a stripper. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the strip club owner. <laughs> oh, you're not going to get the same money. You pick all that money up off that floor. Make it rain. Yeah, but you you pick up all that rain money. Uh, one more thing before yeah, we go. We need to get money. it. No, 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 no. There ain't no one more thing. We need to clear this up. Well, hurry up, uh-uh. though. All right. No, well, go ahead, then. Well, I have something important. The Black Panther uh, wants to join our church, but he is asking that all the sisters cut their hair and remove their weaves and look like more uh, of the people from uh, Wakanda. Wakanda, Pastor. But that, uh, mm. And I think we should start with these two right well, here. we're not going to be able to do that because we got some women that ain't going to look good without hair. No, we're not gonna have <laughs> All right, listen, we got to go. We got some women in here. Everybody can't rock that look. Everybody can't rock that look. You got to have a body to go with that look. <laughs> you can't cut your hair off and have nothing else. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll now, have... What you uh, ain't finna do is have me sitting up in here with a church full of sumo wrestlers. That ain't what's going to happen. Miss Ann is coming up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, you've been saying this over and over on this show. It's about money and power uh, with this gun control situation and the NRA, okay? Companies have scrambled to cut ties with the National Rifle Association over the past couple of days, and the list grew over the weekend. Check this out. Delta Airlines announced Saturday morning that it's ending discounted rates for NRA members. We will be requesting that the NRA remove our information from their website. That is what the company said in a tweet. What you the know, hell they been flying them around for? Exactly. exactly. Giving them discounts. Right. Exactly. United Airlines followed a short time later saying the company will no longer offer discounts on flights to the NRA annual meeting. Enterprise Rent-A-Car, uh, which runs Alamo and National Car Rental Groups, announced that it will end the discount deal it has with the NRA on March 26th. Also, you can add Avis and Budget Rent-A-Car to that list. Allied and North American moving van lines. Ooh. Who knew? Who knew all these companies right. had an association yeah. with the flight. NRA? Right, and they've been getting discounts, Junior. Uh, they've also cut ties with the NRA and will not offer benefits to their members. Insurance giant, check this out, MetLife is ending discounts on home and auto insurance for NRA members. Uh, Wyndham Hotel Group has announced their uh, ending partnership <laughs> with the NRA. None of these companies gave details about why or when they decided to cut ties with the NRA. But the news, yes. Okay, let me help you understand what I'm You've been assuming this, has happened. Okay. Because they are There's such huge lobbyists, mm-hmm. politicians on behalf of the NRA goes to all these corporations saying, hey, let's set up a discount for these guys for this. Yeah. This is all this is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is the NRA making their membership because if you can take these somewhat regular average people who just want to carry guns but are really not even that much into the middle class, Mm -hmm. upper middle class, Mm -hmm. 
and throw them some discount bonuses, fly into yes, the meetings yes, and stuff, yes. hotels, rental cars to come to me. That's another benefit for being in the NRA. Absolutely. You attract more members to the NRA who pay mm-hmm. more of the fee. See, you don't get in the NRA for free, I don't think. Oh, I'm no, pretty think sure that might be. Membership oh, that's a membership yeah. fee. Yeah. Or, yeah. or they attract enough members where they can sell ad space on their website because they have X amount of viewers. It's tied to money. Yeah, when I heard this story on the news, it stopped me in my tracks. I was like, oh, yeah. my God, I, I use all this stuff. Delta, Delta United, on mm-hmm. uh, Avis, Rent-A-Car. Lubies. It's Lubies on there. <laughs> You're not going to stop eating that Lubies. No, ain't nobody stopping eating that I just want to know if they own it. <laughs> this is crazy. But don't this boycott make sense? This one yes, right here? Yes, yes. Thank you. All right. Well, um, it's going to start. It'll only make a dent if these companies have made contributions to the NIA. And I bet they have, Steve. I bet they have. That's what you're going to have to dig mm-hmm. into to find out. Yeah. But the trickle-down effect is going to start making everybody have to pull out. Because if you remain, these kids going to boycott. Yeah. I didn't know this either, though. No, I didn't either. Me this neither. was Yeah. No. no. Uh, when is the big national meeting, the big NRA? When is that meeting? Well, well they, they just, just have one. American yeah, conservative yeah. union CPAC. meeting. Yeah, and CPAC is pretty much a lot of their members are definitely yeah. there. Right? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. where President um, Trump mm-hmm. spoke. That's where the um, the president, president uh, Wayne Pence. Lapierre, spoke. He's the one oh, that Vice ended. President Pence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the one that yes. ended his but speech you with. This year they didn't get a lot of the big big people they don't really want to be associated with him they like they're kind of laying on the low low because they got a lot of elections coming up oh yeah this year this year all right we got to move on and go to miss ladies and gentlemen she's here the lovely miss ann tripp Thank you very much. Uh, this is Ann Tripp with the news, everybody. And yes, Congress returns to work today after a 10-day break. Lawmakers are under pressure to do something, something, something uh, about the country's escalating school violence. Uh, the, I'm going to name also some other companies and some other things that we can find out about these that were getting perks all this time. Uh, First National Bank of Omaha, Republic Bank say they will no longer issue an NRA visa card. A cybersecurity company, Symitech, has halted its NRA discount program. MetLife Insurance has has ended its NRA discount program. Chubb Insurance also says they'll no longer underwrite insurance for NRA gun owners. Wyndham Worldwide, parent company of Travelog, that's Howard Johnson, Ramada, and Days Inn, say their hotels are no longer affiliated with the NRA, neither is Best Western. United and Delta Airlines say they're out. They're going to not give discounts and perks anymore. Enterprise Holdings, which operates three vehicle rental companies, Alamo, Enterprise, and National, says also ending its NRA member discount program. Avis and Budget Rent-A-Car also doing that. However, Hertz is still reportedly an NRA partner and FedEx is also reportedly ignoring calls to sever ties with the powerful gun lobby. Florida Governor Rick Scott proposing changes to his state's gun laws. Meanwhile, Scott says he and the GOP lawmakers supporting a measure that would raise the age at which someone can purchase a firearm. We will require all individuals purchasing firearms to be 21 or older. There will be exceptions for active duty and reserve military and spouses. National Guard members and law enforcement. 
And Governor Scott also wants law enforcement officers at every public school in the Sunshine State. The National Rifle Association, meanwhile, fighting off mounting criticism aimed at the gun club. Lately, in the wake of the shootings, NRA spokesman Dan Alesh was on ABC's This Week. She makes the organization's usual argument, which is that it's not about gun control. That firearm did not walk itself into the school. An individual who was allowed to go unchecked by the Broward County Sheriff's Office allowed that firearm to go in the school. This is not the fault, nor are five million innocent law-abiding Americans culpable for this. Dan Alesh blames the shootings on the gunmen and on failures by the FBI in the Broward County Sheriff's Office. First World Trade Center bombing took place 25 years ago today. A bomb detonated in a rental truck underground, killing six people. And at the weekend, box office was all about Wakanda. country runs around in a bulletproof cat suit. Black Panther made another $108 million. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, according to CNN Money, uh, it seems like bad publicity is the reason why the gun industry is suffering from weak sales. Really? What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it seems like, this is according to CNN Money now, it seems like bad publicity is the reason why the the gun industry is suffering from weak sales. Didn't know that either. Uh, Sturm and Roger is one of the nation's leading manufacturers of rugged, reliable firearms for the commercial sporting market, reported a double-digit decline in sales and earnings last week. Is that, what, hunting guns or something Uh, for commercial sporting? Bad publicity, they're saying. Bad publicity. Like mass shooting. Yeah, bad publicity. Can I say something? Can I say something? Uh This is just for a little while, y'all. This is just oh, yeah, until we forget. It goes yeah. back up after yeah. this. People yeah. going to go back buying guns. Mm-hmm. Trust me, machine guns, these gun shows <sighs> where you can buy anything you want. Ammunition, anything. all of that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where was that? Okay. Uh, Sturm and Roger is one of the nation's leading manufacturers of rugged, reliable firearms for the commercial sporting market. They reported a double-digit decline in sales and earnings last week and said it cut 700 jobs over the last year. Remington, another major gun maker, said last week. Yeah, Remington, Remington, yeah. Uh, Said Sturm and Roger is one of the nation's leading manufacturers. Uh, Remington is another major gun manufacturer. They said last week it's preparing to file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. Uh, If you recall, the threat of imminent gun control measures helped boost sales during the Obama administration and Hillary Clinton's campaign. But that threat has faded considerably now that Republicans control both the White House and Congress. And uh, don't forget, this is an election year, too. So all this is happening during this election year. Yeah, everybody's trying to be PC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Election year. Election year. Rubio out. If them kids ever get to vote, <laughs> he won't be there. They boy, told they him that. Anything to do with boy, they had that little beady eye dude looking so sick to the stomach. <laughs> but you know what, Steve? We've had some rough audience, but the one Rubio had, <laughs> boy, that was a tough crowd. Tough crowd. I just oh, take my mic, just take crowd. it off, and walk off. Because they ain't getting nothing to He got through talking. That little boy stood up and said, Sir, you'll be out of work in a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Just as soon as I can vote. I don't know how Rubio took that. Yeah, these oh kids won't, won't forget. I'm we might forget, Rubio, but these man. kids won't forget. They're 16 years old. Yeah. I didn't feel sorry for At all. No. I've had a rough crowd, and that was a rough crowd, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were serious, though. I mean, oh, yeah, look at what they've gone serious. through. And then the classes yeah. Um, yeah. are going to start back this week, so... 
Yeah. I think that's what my kid that's yeah. been shot at. So nothing you can say back. can scare him. No. Right. no. The lady from the NRA had a rough crowd when she was sitting Yo, up on that. Oh, yeah. They yeah, was uh, lacing. Dana Lesh. She was Dana Lesh. They didn't care how yeah. fine she was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He was fine, though. All right. Uh, J. Anthony Brown, as you can hear, is here, and uh, he's going to be with us to murder another hit right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. Jay's here. Your boy introduced him so he can do what he does. J. Anthony Brown. <laughs> J. Anthony Brown. I want to thank everybody who came out last night. Dolce's Lounge, baby. Two sold out shows. Won't he do it? That's in Houston. In That's Houston, in Houston. What Texas, you just say? baby. Uh-uh, uh-uh, <laughs> Don't ask him, Tony. Wait a minute. Go let, back. Go back. Go. Oh, we're not going to pass it oh, up. No, uh-uh. Don't say that anymore. You sold out two shows? <laughs> Netflix should be looking at that. No, no uh, we can say that. Yeah, you I, everybody, you I want to thank say. everybody who came out to Dolce's Lounge, Houston, Texas. Two yeah. sold out shows. Your boy did the damn thing. Plus, the J-Spot was sold out this weekend. What? Won't he do it? Netflix, call a brother. Call a brother. Call me. How much would you take, Jay? $500,000. Say it again, Jay. I'll take two fifty. It's just sitting there, Jay. It's, it's just sitting there. <laughs> I'll take 50. 50,000. I'll take 50,000. No, I can sell, work with that. I can do some things. Don't sell yourself yeah. short. Yeah, don't sell yourself. All right, mm-hmm. back up to 250. <laughs> All right, here we go with my first murdered hit on my brand new job, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Woo-hoo! We're going back in the archives, y'all. Check it out. Haters. Haters. I'm with Steve. That's right. I move. You glad that I'm back for me, yeah. It's later for you haters. What's happening now? I'm normal with Tommy and Shirley. And Junior, we gonna play. And don't forget my girl, Carla. You're gonna hear your boy every day. My murder hits are hot. I can't be stopped. The Reverend Abnord brings the news. Watch out. You're gonna laugh so hard you might hurt yourself. Cause I'm gonna give it to you straight and true. Ooh, damn. Man with my aggro in my pockets there. All my fans disappointed, didn't hear me talking when they woke up. Don't be sad, just be glad, cause I'm coming back and winning straight up. Now you hear me, back up, didn't, think up, I'll be back soon. I'm with Steve, I made the move. Everyone's glad that Jay's back.
my favorite one. Man, yeah. I love that jam. Thank you, Steve. Classic. That's my favorite Shout, one. Right shouts there. out to Ralph and his family. He buried his mom uh, on You're a Saturday. You're a producer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a producer. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Steve, mm -hmm. I got to tell you, man, I was at the funeral, right? And I'm sitting in the church, arms back, you know, just listening. And a lady tapped me on the shoulder and handed me some lotion. She said, yeah, your hands are very, very ashy. <laughs> What? You know the latest. Keep some lotion in this bag. You're not gonna sit in this church like this. You put your hand on the back of the chair. man's You put your hand on the back of the chair. She looked at it with. Oh, so you just been driving up in here with your hands out the window, dragging on the ground. We're not gonna let you be ashy, yeah. my brother. Yeah. We're not gonna do it. It'll be ashy in here. But right. can you say that's a side effect of uh, diabetes, so Jake? It is. Yeah, uh -huh. your, your skin is very. But all this is not diabetes. Some of it's called trifling. I'm trying to no. give you a pass, Jay. Yeah, that's called triflingness. <laughs> that's that's what that is. to do with diabetes. <laughs> that's got to do with Jay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, coming up, the nephew's here. He has a prank for you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, Sexy 70s. All right now, Sexy 70s. Uh, but right now, the nephew is here with another prank phone call. What you got, Neff? Got it for you. And then when I when we get through with this, I got a proposition for my uncle. So it's going to be a good one, y'all. Okay. But the name of the prank right. is, you sent my wife <laughs> some pictures. You sent... My wife, some pictures. Here you go. Yo. May I speak to Trevor? Yeah, that's Trevor. Hey, man, you been sending pictures of uh of your damn stomach to my wife's phone? Say what? Hey, man, have your been sending pictures of your muscles on your stomach to my wife's phone? Man, who in the hell is this calling me with this This fish right here. This who? This fisher, man. My name is Fisher, but they call me fish. What I want to know from you, have your been sending pictures of your stomach to my wife's phone. Man, I don't know what the hell you talking about, Playboy. Don't call me with this about am I sending pictures. And if I am sending pictures, ain't none of your business. It is my business. That's my wife. And you send this no she got oh. What the hell you doing? You must ain't got, you must ain't ripped up like me or something. You worried about a sending pictures to it of his stomach. Hey, man. Get do some business. Don't call my phone with this stupid I got some business. My business is my wife, man. Let me tell you something. Tell me something. I'm going to tell you right now. When I, when I find you, if the same muscles that's on her phone is is is, is, is up underneath your shirt, I'm whooping your Hey, man, now, I ain't hard to find, Playboy. You can find me. And if I am sending pictures to your wife, she must like it, Playboy. No, you're being disrespectful is what you're doing. You understand me? You being, being, little, you being a little calling me on the phone with this You better check somebody else about this here. Before I had your wife rubbing on my stomach. Hey man, who you? Hey, see, who you calling up, man? Who you think you? Hey, hey, who you think you talk? Let me tell you something. Okay, tell me. That time my phone about a picture. That's who I'm talking to. Because I them them if I find out them your muscles on my what? What? Obviously you found my phone number, so I guess you can find me, homeboy. Hey, you, how about this here? Where are you? Let's get I'm, this I'm, cracking. I'm with, hey, ask your wife where I'm at. Where she at? You My know? wife is at work right now. Yeah, if you, th you think so? What? How you think she got them pictures on, boy? Hey, man, I tell yeah. you what. 
when I find when I find you, you're a little disrespectful. Ask your, ask your wife where I'm at. Playboy, you calling me with this old. Oh, insecure. You must not be ripped up like me. Hey man, hey hey hey, I I got I got muscles on my stomach. I got. I'm headed to the gym right now to get these get this stomach right for your wife. Huh? Hey, how about this here? I know who your wife is. Nah. That's all right. I know who she is, too. Okay. Well, uh, and I'll be calling her. I'm calling her, letting her know what's going on. Check this out. She like my summer, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like that, don't you? No, no. I tell you what. Too. I tell you what. She going to like it when I get to her. Because I'm going to let your wife know what's going on around here. Say, man, you don't know nothing about my wife. Me, my wife, and your wife might be rubbing together, homeboy. You don't know nothing about my business. Hey, man, you ain't finna be disrespectful to me, man. I done told you once. Don't see me. Don't see me, homeboy. I will see. I already asked you once, where are you? I'm going to raise up my shirt so you can see this ripped up six-pack that your wife like. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Okay. It's just a matter of time, then. Don't it's... call my phone with this You better go check your wife and don't be calling a grown man. Okay. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to call Ayana. That's that's who I'm going to call. Ayana, baby. Say what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. Then slowed you down. Now, yeah, I'm calling your wife. Well, call her then. We can get her on the freeway, and then I'm we ain't got to... and then I call your wife and get her on my way. Yeah. Okay. I'm 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 gonna tell you this here right now. Tell what me, I need is tell to know... me whatever you want to tell me, Playboy. I'm telling you right now, punk. Where you at? I'm I'm at Boulevard, homeboy. That's where I'm at. Now you got my wife's name. I I, I want to know your name. They call you fish or kicking or whatever the they call you. You can meet me wherever you want to, homeboy, and we can settle it. Ain't no big deal to me. I deal with punk chunks like you every day. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. not a problem, not a problem. I'll be right. How long you gonna be there? I'm gonna be there till your punk get here. Okay, I, you look here. I want you to take my my name down so you'll know who you waiting on. You got I you. Heard who I, uh, you said your name was Chicken or some like that. Do you have a pen? I don't need no pen, punk. Okay, you do. Do you want to know who this is? Uh, you gonna tell me who you was, homeboy? Oh, now, I, finna me, t- me. I, I, I ain't told you my full name, chump. I don't need to know your name. You got my number. Calling me was a about a tattoo or stomach or something. It's muscles. It's, it's muscles of your stomach on my wife's phone. Okay. Did, what did you look at the other pictures? How many sit-ups do you be doing? Did, did, you, did you look at the other pictures? What other? Well, okay. Hey, yeah. hey man. Hey man. Yeah. I'm not finna be playing with you yeah. about oh, my I wife. Ain't play, I, I ain't playing with you. I'm playing with your wife. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm finna okay. tell you something about your saying, wife. Okay. I'm finna tell you something about your wife that you don't know. If I don't know it, don't nobody else know it. Oh, I know it. I me and her it. know it. I, I, it. I just got off the phone with her. You want to know? You want me to tell you what your wife told me? Whatever, man. Say what you got to say. So I'm gonna say go. this right here. I'm gonna say this, punk. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife Ayana got me to prank phone call. Yo, ignorant. Man, how stupid are you? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> this nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife got me to prank phone call you, dude. You, Boy, damn, you you are more ignorant than me. Boy, that help with it. Ooh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, wait till I see this. Ooh-wee. Nephew Tommy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, God, dog. Y'all, man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> hey, Trevor, I got to ask you this, man. Give me, get, answer this question for me. What is what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The only one with nephew Tommy on it, I imagine. <laughs>
Oh, man. All right, Trev, man. You be easy, man. Go light on Ayana, all right? I'm going to tell Steve Harvey, I say, woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> set up on the beast, ain't it? You got to be careful. What? There's some, there's some pictures. Let me tell you something, You know how much stuff up there in the cloud? You know how much stuff in the cloud? The eye cloud. There's some stuff in that eye cloud. If it ever rain out that cloud, trust me. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, I've been thinking about it, okay? Lord Jesus. And I'm thinking all of us here on the show can come together and do this. I just want y'all to know this is the first time he's the reached time out. He it's damn this, near man. March. Okay. This, <laughs> is, this is a proposition now. This is a proposition. I think we all can benefit of it. Uh-oh. I think we all buckle down, get you ready, and we go to Netflix and get you 20 million. You break us all off and everybody retire. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. Sounds like a plan. I'm in. I'm in, baby. I'm in. The most brilliant thing you ever thought. Mr. Nat and Mr. Flick. We get you right. Go get that 20. Wait, what, Jay? What, Jay? That is the most amazing thing you've ever said on a damn show. First of all. What you think, huh? Come on. You would have to find out after they've offered Rock and, and everybody 40 million, would I do it for 20? So you have to ask me that first. Oh, oh Lord. Hey, okay, so that's why I'm not going to let you. This is why he can't go in there. No, see, just ask, ask him. Just ask him. Just ask, ask him. him. Just ask Unk, him. Unk, would you do it? Would you do it for the 20 that they offered your pay Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I'm Thank in. You. I'm in. Hell I'm in. Yeah, Let's go. Nah, nah, nah. Hold up. Wait a minute, y'all. Y'all, y'all moving too fast with him. <sighs> nah, yeah. I mean, you know how many of us it is now? Yeah. I'm going to be okay. happy with my five. Now, don't say five, oh, you went boy. High, you didn't win shout. Oh, so can everyone of us walk away with a meal? Can we? Can all of us walk away with a meal? Absolutely not. Oh, Damn. Oh, well, how much? The hell do you get a million for? That's what. What, what did fall? I just say? We finna work and get it all together. All you got to do is show up. We gonna have you. What you, you mean? Right, we finna work. We gonna do it. What the girls mean? gonna work. The girl's going to work on the design and the set. We're going to have that right. No, 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 no. Yes, that ain't what something? they do. You don't know that. We're going to make a comedy okay, we gotta go to break. We'll talk involving about, everybody. We'll talk about this a little later. we got a break right now. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, it's today's Strawberry Letter. You don't want to miss it. Subject Sexy 70s. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's time for today's Strawberry Letter. Now, remember, if you have issues, if you have a problem, please write to us, Steve and I, and we could write, uh, we could read your letter on the air. All you have to do is go to steveharveyfm.com and submit your letter today, okay? Wow. This letter's crazy. Come on, nephew. Let's go. Buckle up. Hold on tight. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you. Subject, sexy 70s. Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband is 71 years old, and he loves to watch porn. I sometimes watch it with him just to please him. Recently, things have gotten out of hand. I came home one day and logged into our computer, and a website popped up that has naked women on it that you can talk to right then and there. I was furious. I've been with this man for 38 years, and although we have not had the best marriage, I stayed with him. When we first got married, he had an affair with a 19-year-old girl. He was 31. 
I forgave him for that, but over the years he has had several other affairs. I am a nice-looking 69-year-old woman, and I am tired of his indiscretions. I have not had any affairs, although I've thought about it. We are supposed to be truthful to one another. I am tired of being made a fool of. If, is this just a phase he's going through? What should I do to make him see that this is hurting me? Please help. Well, no, I don't think it's a phase. I'll start right there because he's been doing it for quite some time and you were doing it with him, don't forget, you said just to please him. But I say if you're really tired of it, you will have to do something about it. And at 71, same age as the president, uh, he's probably not going to change. Okay, I don't know why you think you should still take this after 38 years. You guys have been married 38 years. Uh, he did it the first time when he was 31, what, 40-something years ago, and uh, you forgave him and took him back then, and since then, he has cheated on you, affair after affair, you say, and, and uh, you keep taking him back, I mean, after his affairs. You, you've allowed him to, you know, get given him permission, more or less, to cheat, uh, probably lie, too, because, you know, cheating and lying, they go together, okay, they do go together. And uh, you've allowed him to do whatever he wanted to do. He can disrespect you. He can disrespect the marriage. All of that. And, and you'll take him back. That's what he's seen over these 38 years that you guys have been married. So, like I said, if you're really tired and you're 69, you said, and you're nice looking, uh, you need to decide if you're going to stay with him and continue to allow him to cheat on you. Your decision. Your move now. What are you going to do? Steve? Well... <clears throat> Here's the deal. Ma'am, I hate to tell you this, and I don't need two parts to tell you this. I just can get this all done on this section, and we can go on to some jokes after this. <laughs> you've, you've tolerated all of this. Yeah. All of this. You've not only tolerated it, you've participated. <clears throat> you got this, sis, you can't beat them, join them mentality. Now, it started off a long time ago when he had the affair with the 19-year-old. You forgave him. But then he had several affairs after that, and you stayed with him. So now at 71, and you're 69, and a nice-looking lady, you sit up and you watch porn with him to please him. You've tolerated everything and participated You've resigned yourself to the, if you can't beat him, join him. Now, you sitting up watching porn with him. Now, you done came home one day, looked on the computer. Now, you see some naked women pop up that you can talk right to. Mm. What's the surprise? Hmm. He's had several affairs. You stayed with him through all. At least this affair is just on the computer. Now, if you done took all the rest of the fans, now you got a problem with this one. Mm. You've allowed all of this to happen. Now, he's 71. I'm 61. I'm trying to imagine 10 years from now, me sitting up with a computer, <laughs> talking to some naked women on it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see that How happening. would that go? <laughs> Not at this house. This little crazy green out here, if I'm married to, it'd be a damn problem up in here. You think? Wouldn't it be a problem at your bug-eyed house? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Carla, how many people would get killed at your house? How many people? See, all this is a problem. Yes. You're tired of being made a fool of. You said in your line, in your letter, we supposed to be truthful. He ain't ever. And at 71, he not fitting to start. See, the reason he okay with doing this at 71, because he got away with this at 31. Probably 41, 51, 61. And you still there with your nice looking self. And you've always said it's not been a good marriage. Now, he'd have found a website with naked women on it that you can talk to. We want to look at this site. What? Send us dot, 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 <laughs> what to look up. Are you crazy right and now? And I'm going to have J. Anthony test it. He's already on it. He's awfully quiet J- right J- now. Quiet <laughs> J- As a church mouse. J. Anthony well, Corbin I mean, going like this. What, what am I supposed to test was? again? <laughs> J. over in the corner. What you say your name was? <laughs> Shh, they can hear you. So, ma'am, I don't know what to tell you. Except you have tolerated this and you've made no move about it. Now, what am I going to tell you? Y'all, 69 is 71 years old. You're older than me. 69 is a great number. What you want me to tell you to leave him? You ain't been wanting to go nowhere. All right, here's my suggestion. Then let's end the letter. Throw the computer away. <laughs> huh? Throw yeah. that away. Take it, take it outside. Unplug it. <laughs> throw it in the trash. And every time he buy a computer, throw it away. <laughs> oh. That's all I got for you. That's a lot of money, Steve. That is a lot of money. She not going nowhere. That's mm-hmm. a lot of money. Yeah. 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 <laughs> She's not going anywhere. A She's lot 69. Of this lady ain't going <laughs> nowhere. That's a lot of naked. Man. Why are we talking I about this? Netflix, not naked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, <laughs> Steve doesn't want to do a part two. I think you know. Uh, he done. Yeah, he yeah. said he was need, done. I don't yeah. need a part two to this. This right. is over. Okay, so back to the foolishness. <laughs> when we come back at twenty three after. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, Steve is done with this letter. Today's letter was sexy seventies. Uh, you know, we're moving on. Okay, if yeah. you wanna, if you wanna contact us, go to steveharveyfm.com. You can email me or Instagram me your thoughts on today's strawberry letter at my girl Shirley. And please don't forget to join me this Thursday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern time for the Strawberry Letter Live After Show on Facebook. Okay, now uh, we're gonna move on, Steve. Uh, Quincy Jones who's been in the news quite a lot lately for, op- lately for opening his mouth. Uh, he, he's finally issued an apology. Remember when he was making headlines, he, he talked about, um, uh, wow, he talked about so much. He accused yeah, Michael everybody. Jackson of stealing <laughs> songs. He claimed that Mar- Marlon Brando and Richard Pryor slept together. Well, apparently, uh, Q's daughters staged an intervention. Finally, someone did, uh, which prompted Quincy to issue a public apology. He did it on Twitter. Uh, Part of uh, his apology, it was pretty lengthy, too. Uh, He said, I'm sorry to anyone 
uh, to whom my words offended, and I, I'm especially sorry to my friends who are still here with me and to those who aren't. He continued uh, saying, thank you for calling me out when I've clearly made a mistake. So good for him. He realized the error of his ways. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. His daughters were like, look, Daddy, <laughs> come look, on man. now. Come on okay, now. You're talking too off. much, yeah. <clears throat> we asking too many questions down on our job. Yeah. <laughs> Behind you. Yes. We know you have a yeah. lot of stories. Set up in here and yeah. fired one off. <laughs> but we got to go to work. Yes. <laughs> you know how you go when, when people go to work, like, what's up with your dad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see what your, what your dad said? Yeah. Have you ever heard that, Steve, from any of your kids? Hell yes, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He is and us. Yeah. Yeah, we get it too. Yeah, wrong with your boss. Hey, man, tell Steve. Look, I ain't telling Steve a damn thing. Oh, my God. We get it all. When your phone rings at 2 in the morning, Uh either somebody passed or Steve says something. One of them, two. That's it. Because you know you That's haven't it. done anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you get, Tommy? What's up with your boy? You get that? Oh, yeah, hey, man, your uncle. Your you know, uncle. I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. so defenseful. I'd be cussing, though. Oh, as soon yeah. as they hit me with it. Man, when he, listened, when he released that memo, I was at the barbershop oh, fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm swinging on people. <laughs> and they were calling. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with your yeah. boy, man? Yeah. I don't know. Don't you? They were asking us, does he write a memo like that to you? Do you I are? said, yeah. uh, no. You're right. I wish he would. But Miss Universe? Was, we know how he did. I had uh, oh print and all these people calling me to issue an apology, and mm-hmm. I said, no, I'm not. I'm not apologizing. You all, first of all, you all don't know what the memo is really about. You done took mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. whatever, but I'm not apologizing. I meant what I said. Mm-hmm. It's just that I wrote the memo for two people. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. and then they took it a year after I wrote it. Them been with me a whole year at the set. Ain't said nothing. Then they found out they ass ain't had no job out in L.A. Mm. Oh, so now we're going to release it a year later. Talking about he sent this to all of us. I only sent it to two people. It's so sad. But I typed it to this one black dude. You're all on TMZ. I said, man, these blankety blanks, man, want us blankety blanks to act like we just some blanks. Right. And I ain't finna do this here, man. So you call them blankety blanks and tell them, I said blank them on behalf of me, you, and all other blanks. (laughs) And then you see. And then reply all. Now, keep in mind, now, I didn't email the N-word to the black dude that I'm writing it to. Oh, we know. Yeah. But it went to all the white people. Yeah. I remember one time. So a we white dude called Philly. me. He went, Steve, look, I love you, man. I, Why do you have to I, talk like you, that? You could not have meant this for me. <laughs> There's no, no way. way. Ain't no way in the world. Yeah. Now, I'm what clueless as to what he's talking about. Because you just meant all of your email, yeah. not so to everyone. Yeah, yeah, what's going on? That email you sent me? <laughs> now, I only have sent one that week, so. <laughs> it, it, it had to be that one. I went, you got that? You got that? <laughs> Steve, have what you sent the email memo what since then? <laughs> Uh, no, oh, we won't allow that, Jay. Oh, oh yeah. no, man. I learned a valuable lesson. <laughs> uh, 
we any directive that, that I have now you tell will them. come from someone uh-huh. else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not we directly were... passing out another order yeah. in my life. No more emails from you. No more emails. <laughs> we were going to Philly one time, Jay, after mm-hmm. that, and we were all on the bus. And Steve was writing the email, and he showed it to me. I said, mm-mm. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> Not today. Not I, do that. This. I said, mm-mm. mm-mm. <laughs> and I was, he has no so, punctuation. So that's why he don't text you back. Huh? <laughs> He's right. like, well, what part do I need to take out? All of it. All of it. Uh, <laughs> you can't say that. How I can't say that, Steve? You can't say that to them people. All right, well, hell, what is we talking for? Right. Yeah, you need to thank God for Kyle (laughs) and Shirley because they save you, boy. They really do. Oh, many times. They got your back, Uh man. Yeah. And we have to protect your brand. Yeah, you have to, man. Yeah, you do. I be thinking I be doing you're that. You're major right now, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you yeah, say it. The sad part is I be thinking I be all right. No, yeah. no, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. nah. You need people. You, you need pads. people. Everybody yeah. needs pull-up pads. You think mm-hmm. cussing everybody out is protecting the brain? <laughs> But you know, man, I don't know. But in writing, though, Junior. Yeah. Biting for the brand. You don't need but a paper see, trail on that. No, I don't leave a paper trail. But see, Junior, I don't, I don't like people that just, you know, think they can just do me any kind of way because they want to. Because uh-huh. some people no, take advantage of that. Well, I know he can't say anything, so I'm going to just say this to him. Well, that's where you're wrong. <laughs> that's where Here you're wrong. the clap back. Yeah. Right. Because I got something for you. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. What? Oh, we talking to each other crazy? <laughs> that's what we're doing? No, ain't no damn problem. Uh, I, I just didn't know that's what we was doing. Ain't no damn problem. <laughs> All oh, right. Uh, <laughs> listen, a few months back uh, on the Steve Harvey Daytime Talk Show, Steve, a lady named Jacqueline was f- called from your audience to set uh, your stage. Ooh, you me. Uh, to your stage Ooh. set, I should say, to play Harvey Hundreds. Uh We'll, we'll talk about that when we come back, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, a few months back on this, on your daytime talk show, Steve, uh, a lady named Jacqueline, I don't know if you remember this, but a lady named Jacqueline was called up from the audience to your uh, stage uh, to play Harvey Hundreds. Do you remember that? Take a listen. Here's the clip when Jacqueline was called for Harvey's Hundreds. I'm looking for Jacqueline Clayton. You all right? Come on. I'm okay. Stay right there. Stay right there. Just take your time. Take your time. Oh, Steve! Okay. okay. I'm okay, Steve. You okay? Come on, baby. I saw you coming. I was trying to slow you down. Wow. She was a good sport. Man, she was. You remember that now, Steve? <laughs> did, she, did, she, did she break up? Did she catch her fall on the way down? No. She fell really no, hard. she hit the floor. She hit the floor. You heard the thump. No, you heard yeah. the thump. Yeah. And so That thing could have been her hands hitting down, I mean, you know, when nah. she it, What happened was my station changed when she fell, and I was like, watch my brother. Just <laughs> Shut up. He's so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I was watching the show, and then the station changed. <laughs> What did it go to? <laughs> Went to the weather. <laughs> you were like, what? What happened? <laughs> she was a good sport. Yeah, she was. Yeah. She fell really yeah, hard. I tried to. She fell hard, man. The look on your face, though. You, you got out of the way, though. <laughs> I saw her. Man. When she was coming up them steps, I said, eh, 
She's coming in. Coming <laughs> what was that? Yeah. Coming in hot. You said, <laughs> you said careful. <laughs> slow down, baby. Slow down. No, slow down, baby. Uh-huh. But she, you got too much going in the wrong direction. Yeah. Oh, momentum she has. Wow. And when she got up, though, the look on your face was priceless, man. Yeah. When she was hugging you. Yeah. Slowly. It's like you were thanking God she didn't fall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or that she was okay. okay. Yeah. Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was actually <laughs> hugging a lawsuit. Exactly. <laughs> right. Out of her. I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to uh, steveharveyfm.com, you can see this video, the one we're talking about oh, with uh, the lady named Jacqueline. It's all over the gram, yeah, Steve. Man. People, everybody been talking about it. <laughs> yeah. It's all wow. over what? The gram, the gram, and Facebook folks is like, did y'all see this though? Yeah. Wow, like, whoa, man, this lady right here. <laughs> Your facial expression coming hard, was too. priceless. Yeah, she's coming in, coming hot. in hot, <laughs> hot. Hold <laughs> up, hot oh hell no! <laughs> I like you trying uh, to catch you're it coming on. Coming in hot, very hot. <laughs> It looked like he tried to catch it. No, it looked like he was. He tried to catch it. Like he was gonna catch it, then he yeah. thought about it at the but, end and moved. Then, That's what it yes, looked like. Yes, like he's like, I can, nah. <laughs> this ain't good. This it's ain't good. This, this. Hey, Tommy, it's, it's, the, it's the same. You say, I think I want some chicken. Nah, I think I'm gonna get some fish. Let it go. You said she like she slid in the first base. Yeah, she slid in the second. And the throw was late. Yeah, oh, bless man. her heart. Bless her heart. Oh, she my goodness. She was a good goodness. sport to let you show it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Any more embarrassing moments? Like Have that you... time I fell in New Orleans? You guys oh, in the remember street? that in the street? Yeah. In the street. I had like, too much Vaseline on the bottom of my feet because I had on sandals. Oh. oh. And I and slipped you... right out of my shoes. I'm talking about bus hubba, huh? And skimp my knees and legs all up. Yeah. And uh, my shoes fell under this car, and I couldn't get them. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, and Rashawn And Rashawn had, went under there and got your shoes. He had to slide under the car and get my shoes. Yeah. People fall. Yeah. Still to this day. I was with them walking in. Yes. And you were shamed. Why am I participating in this poem? <laughs> So everyone has embarrassing moments, sir. <laughs> I fell at a house party. Oh. <laughs> I'm talking about slip. I had some shoes on uh-huh. and in the oh. kitchen, and the floor was oh. wet. Slid all the way down the countertop. <laughs> slid all. And the girl I was with just walked off. I knew, I was not going to get shame. her back no more. No future. <laughs> I went back and told her, I said, hey, you want to get some dinner? She said, uh-uh. <laughs> Uh-uh, Never came back Not with you. I saw hey. Carla make somebody fall and whoop their ass in the hallway. I what? seen that myself. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, she hit me first. <laughs> uh-uh, let me tell you how messy Steve is. He loves mess. Let me tell you. Uh-huh. We were all at work, and you know how you come and push somebody upside their head? Uh-huh. Well, she pushed me a little extra hard. It yeah. was a little force with well, that. Oh, just, okay. No, no. Nah, uh-huh. So I thought she really yeah. meant that. Over so I took my headphones off. I got up, ran, ran down the Ran her ass down. <laughs> oh, my God, Carla. So she no. was you call a gangster. Because she gone. We she know. Gangster. I know that. We yeah. know. <laughs> So I'm running, she's running, I'm running after her, Tommy running after me, Steve running. <laughs> he down the hall, get her. <laughs> Instigator. <laughs> 
but she fell. Uh-huh. So I didn't, I didn't have oh, to do anything. Was it. Oh, oh, okay. I was going to beat her up, Jack. At work, not at work. <laughs> Let's just say she got it. She got hit a little harder than she hit Carla. Let's just say oh, that. Yeah, wow. she fell big time. So we all had to stop. But Steve running. We knocked her We ass left the show. Down. <laughs> oh, you all are on the air. <laughs> yes. <laughs> This we on left the, the whole studio. This is on the air? Yes. This oh, is in New man. York. <laughs> but that's Steve. He throw his headphones off. I'm coming. <laughs> he loves He loves Steve loves oh, he mess. Is, yeah. He, he loves mess. He want to instigate when he get out there. I don't love mess. Yes, you do. Why y'all always putting it on me? Because you, you, you do. You know you love mess. I don't love mess. Y'all need to stop saying that about me. You just don't want people to know. Because you don't have people think that I start stuff. No, you, you, don't, you don't start it. it. No, but no. you don't go, hey, 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 not yeah, in here. You don't you never stop do that. it. You okay, I'm going to show you how no, Carla, this is how Carla ran down that girl in the hallway. You all are very familiar with this. Hit it, cat. You love best. That's us, Carla, the cricket. You love Messy. All right, listen. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, the Kardashians, you heard me, the Kardashians were on Celebrity Family Feud. What? Yes. And the the West. And the West. Oh, yeah. Kanye, Kanye, yeah. Yeah. All right, and Kylie Jenner shuts down Snapchat. We're going to talk about all that when we come back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so, Steve, uh... You have to tell us about what happened with the taping of the new upcoming season of Celebrity Family Feud. The Kardashians have been on. They've taped Jenner versus the West. Tell us about it. Yeah, it was the Kardashians versus the West. Wow. It was, uh, Chris Jenner, her mom, Chloe, mm-hmm. Kendall came, which was a huge surprise. Oh, yeah, the model. Oh, the highest yeah. paid model in the world. Mm-hmm. Yes, wow. she's a bad girl. Uh, mm-hmm. But the richest one of them all isn't any of them. Oh. The richest one is Kylie. Kylie? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she Mogul. wasn't there. Yeah, she just On the other she side baby, was, yeah. was Kim Kardashian. I mean, Kim West, mm-hmm. Kanye West, and West family, some cousins. Okay. Jaleel, <laughs> Ricky. They were from Chicago. They were from Chicago. Yeah. All them was my dudes right there. <laughs> Jaleel, that Ricky. Damn Ricky, boy. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Ricky was everybody cousin. <laughs> that Ricky was Romy Rome. <laughs> Ricky was Ricky was Nay Nay Nuck Nuck. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that was a fun taping, you're saying? Can't wait to see that. I had a really one. good time. Kanye smiled more than mm, I've never ever seen, seen him. So all the security was going, OG. Man, thank you, man. That's what they call you. Uh-huh. Man, man, Yeezy ain't never smiled this much, man. He's so happy. They Aww. always wanted to play Family Feud. They watch it every day. Really? Yeah, they watch it every day. Oh, that's fun. That's, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Cool, cool, cool. cool. They show. love you, Steve. That's, that's why. They love you. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I'm really cool with him. You know, uh, I can't give you any other information. Okay. Because you have Just to watch it. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't sworn to secrecy. I just know how to get my ratings up. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Tease it, baby. Tease uh-huh. it. So it's coming up hey, in the uh. future episode of Family Feud. We'll mm-hmm. just say that, yeah. okay? Yeah. Stay tuned. We'll let hey, you know. Uh, what? Could, I, could our radio mm-hmm. show 
go against like Seacrest radio show. Oh, oh. wouldn't that be fun? Please, do crickets. Push, push Please over Jerusalem. He sounds like well, Carl and I did after the race with you and Junior, yeah. Tom. I don't know that I really? want y'all to embarrass me. See, we came on your talk you. show. We did not embarrass yeah, we did, you. Yeah, we look nice. We cleaned, we cleaned up. Where's that picture? We was trying to get that picture. Which one, y'all Tommy? Y'all didn't embarrass me. Tommy did. <laughs> what did he do? He didn't. He well, didn't that's like all the time, though. Yeah. You know how he was extra. Tommy, Tommy you were, stylist. yeah. yeah. You were a little extra, you know, yeah, I, I walked sweet. in. I, I thought I was in yours. Huh? I did. No, I, I mean, I mean <laughs> producers are strong. You just upset. Shut up, Junior. I saw that he stuff in there. So sweet. Yeah. We had to share a dressing room. I had to change clothes in my car. Yeah. So he didn't like the food they had. <laughs> it was just, yeah. I said, I be damned. Dressed in the room. Yeah, yeah, he was. I walked in Tommy's yeah. room. I said, Uncle Steve coming in? Is he waiting? He running late? <laughs> People in there steaming his clothes. <laughs> but Steve, something you did though that was really sweet. I thought you came around to each of our dressing room. Like I said, Carl and I had to share. Tommy had his yeah. own big yeah. suite of that a dressing big, room. Yeah. But you came he and was you... supposed to share, but he refused. Yeah, I know. I am. Carl and I actually were supposed to have the bigger dressing room because it was two of us. It's for the ladies. Yeah, right. ladies. Uh-huh. Right. Right. But Tommy needed that for his staff. Right. <laughs> 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 but you came around to check on us. I thought yeah. that was really cool. You know, you know you us. You, you see us every day, you but you still, window. yeah, you okay in there? Yeah, yeah you, good, you still came around to check on us and see how we were doing, yeah. which meant really that yeah. you didn't want us to embarrass you. You wanted to see how we were doing, yeah. how we were vibing. Yeah, that's all that was. We knew what yeah. it was. He but was it, just double checking. Yeah, okay, yeah. don't come out here uh, and embarrass me on national well, TV. Well, I just walk around in case I need to cancel this set. <laughs> <laughs> That's cold. Right yes, it is. Yeah, I'll be the judge of this right here. Yeah. <laughs> and back to the Netflix question that Tommy asked you earlier in the show. Uh, if we go to the Netflix people and, you know, you get $20 million out the deal, can, you know. We just want a million. Yeah, we just want a million. A million. Hell no. For what? Uh, I'm listening. Why are you okay. listening with that kind of an attitude? Be yeah, open-minded. Yeah, you can't listen, you know, like yeah, you can't listen in anger. That's yeah. what you do. <laughs> right, be open-minded anger. at least. <laughs> Only miss from that comment is, damn it, go ahead. I yeah, know, exactly, Jay. <laughs> and you getting on my nerves. Yeah, like you're talking to your parents right now. Dang, dang mama. <laughs> well, you think I'm listening angry. Wait till you hear the response. <laughs> go ahead. No, no I, don't even, I don't even want to put it out there. Go ahead, Tommy. Go, go ahead. Go go ahead. Tommy. Okay. Yeah. okay. This okay. your only okay. shot. So, no risk, no so reward. That's right. The, you know I it. I think the girls would be, I know this is not anything that they do, but I think that they would be good at just designing an incredible set laid out just for you. Yeah. I think that can happen. For I a think million, yeah. All right. That's them, they've too. Never, I think, they've never done set design before. But they do that it's house. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I'm very good at design. It's, 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 yeah. This ain't no house. It's, a, <laughs> it's not going well. Go ahead, Why Tommy. You, yeah, Tommy. But it's, it's, it's really bad. Why you hiding? Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe two nights, three nights a week, you know, me, you, Jay Jr., we, we go to Jay Spot and just, just work you out. Work you out, work you out till you know you got a cold owl and oh, you go yeah. get the, that's what I'm saying. We go get to 20. Have I ever used any of your jokes before, Tommy? <laughs> wow. 
It's now always that right the first. There is disrespectful. That hurt, Tommy. I ain't yes. disrespectful. That hurt, Tommy. I've never used your jokes before. You've used some of mine. I've given you material. You've never given me material. Well, Steve. When I was when I was writing for Big Time, you and you, none of my monologues I wrote. He forgot Hell about Big no. Time. You know how we do. Uh, we'll be back. You just got to sit. We'll be back. Ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back more. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. So I, I have to tell you congratulations because I never even knew what curling was or it never even oh, paid attention to it or anything mm-hmm. until you brought it up on the show. You thought it was That's a hair true, type of thing, didn't you? Yeah, I... <laughs> You oh, thought it was a hair contest. You know, Olympics. At the Winter Olympics. Sports. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, but exactly. <laughs> it's like Bronner Bronner Brothers Hair Show Brothers at the Olympics. I've been there. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Steve, the uh, U.S. men's curling team won the gold uh, for the men, but. Um, during the medal ceremony, they were accidentally given the women's gold medal, but the mistakes were quickly corrected. Hey, gold is gold. <laughs> we'll gold take it, gold. we'll take it, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that was a different gold medal. I didn't Me know neither. that. I, neither For different did I. genders. I didn't yeah. Yeah. Neither yeah. did I. Are the, are the men's uh, medals bigger or something? Bigger? I, 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 I have no um, idea. The women use I don't a swiffer. Know. That's right. <laughs> Shut up for curling. Shut up. <laughs> no idea. But they were very emotional, these guys, though. They yeah. were they were crying and, you know, wow. Yeah, it was emotional. I but it. I all it I could think crazy. of was you, Steve. Me too, Cause, Shirley. Because uh, you kept I'm talking you, about man, it. Because they were talking about, because it is gold medal, how how the uh, curling is going to increase in the country now. Mm. There are 22,000 registered curlers. Uh-huh. Who knows that? How do you know that information? Well, they do tell you. They Dog, I'll be yeah. paying attention, man. Yeah, they, they say that. They give you the stats. Mm. Dog, yeah, I'll be paying attention, man. I'll be listening. I'm telling you, curling means something to me. But why, though? Why does it mean? That's what I'm trying to understand. Because it's, it seems so slick to me, man. I've done it once before, too. Oh, but I, don't, I didn't want to do nothing else. They, yeah. they was trying to teach me how to sweep. I went, hey, uh-uh, uh-uh. I just want to, I'm the dude, throw the stone. <laughs> I'm not sweeping. So, My people okay. done enough sweeping. No, I'm the only <laughs> black out here. Now, <laughs> what I'm not going to be doing is the sweeping. But it requires more skill than athleticism, right? I mean. I mean, you know, it's, an, it's, a, it's, a, it's you know, a little athletic move, you know, if you don't have the right form, you're not going to be able to curl. It's a sport, you know. Okay, like It requires golf, athleticism. You got to stay on your feet and sweep that sweep. You fall, man. Okay. You bust your tail on that ice. Woo. Yeah. You know, mm. but I mean, you know, hurt. it's not anywhere near as physical as any of the other sports. Skiing, like snowboarding, ice skating, nothing. Bobsledding. Because once you slide, the rest of it's hollering. Right. I love the yelling. Gotta have your vocals together. Yes, holler for us, Steve. No, I don't want to do that no more. But, and what are they saying again? 
hard, uh-huh. hard. See once, and then some of us left, <laughs> left and right, cause that oh. sweeping helps the stone go faster or slower. Oh, okay. See, the harder they sweep, they're polishing mm-hmm. the ice. Oh, yes. polishing. If they don't, they're slowing the stone down. And if they brush it harder to one side, it's making it spin less. Because mm-hmm. that little handle That's, on top is mm-hmm. how they control the curvature of the stone. Because they can put English on it like a pool ball and throw it where to go. And when it gets to a certain area, it'll start curling in. That's why they call it curling. That is really amazing. It's amazing, amazing. that he know all this. That's what well, I'm he put English, curling game, English, he? English is like pool ball. English is how you control where the cue ball goes after it strikes the object ball. All right, coming up, we're going to talk about these companies now that are scrambling to pull out of their support for the NRA. We'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, you've been saying this over and over on this show. It's about money and power uh, with this gun control situation and the NRA, okay? Companies have scrambled to cut ties with the National Rifle Association over the past couple of days, and the list grew over the weekend. Check this out. Delta Airlines announced Saturday morning that it's ending discounted rates for NRA members. We will be requesting that the NRA remove our information from their website. That is what the company said in a tweet. What you the know? hell they been flying them around for? Exactly. exactly. Giving them discounts. Right. Exactly. United Airlines followed a short time later saying the company will no longer offer discounts on flights to the NRA annual meeting. Enterprise Rent-A-Car, which runs Alamo and National Car Rental Groups, announced that it will end the discount deal it has with the NRA on March 26th. Also, you can add Avis and Budget Rent-A-Car to that list. Allied and North American moving van lines. Who knew? Who knew all these companies had an association with the NRA? Right, and they've been getting discounts, Junior. Uh, They've also cut ties with the NRA and will not offer benefits to their members. Insurance giant, check this out, MetLife is ending discounts on home and auto insurance for NRA members. Uh, Wyndham Hotel Group has announced their uh, ending partnership (laughs) with the NRA. None of these companies gave details about why or when they decided to cut ties with the NRA, but the news, yes. Okay, let me help you understand what I'm assuming has happened. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because they are such huge lobbyists, Mm -hmm. politicians on behalf of the NRA goes to all these corporations saying, hey, let's set up a discount for these guys for this. Yeah. This is all this is. Yeah. This Mm -hmm. is the NRA making their membership because if you can take these somewhat regular average people who just want to carry guns but are really not even that much into the middle class, Mm -hmm. upper middle class, Mm -hmm. and throw them some discount bonuses, fly into the meetings and stuff, hotels, rental cars to come to me. That's another benefit for being in the NRA. Absolutely. You attract more members to the NRA who pay mm-hmm. more of the fee. See, you don't get in the NRA for free, I don't think. Oh, I'm no, pretty think sure that might be. Membership oh, that's a membership yeah. fee. Yeah. Or, yeah. or they attract enough members where they can sell ad space on their website because they have X amount of viewers. It's tied to money. 
Yeah, when I heard this story on the news, it stopped me in my tracks. I was like, oh yeah. my God, I've, I use all this stuff. Is Delta Lubies United? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Avis rent a car. Lubies. Is Lubies on there? <laughs> You're not going to stop eating that Lubies. No, ain't nobody stopping eating that Lubies. I just want to know if they own it. This is crazy. But don't this boycott make sense? This one right here? Yes, yes. Thank you. All right. Well, um, it's going to start. It'll only make a difference if these companies have made contributions to the NRA. But the trickle-down effect is going to start making everybody have to pull out. Because if you remain, these kids going to boycott. Trojans pulled out. (laughs) (laughs) Jay. Most of them do, though, Jay. (laughs) Makes sense to me. You don't have to, but you do, you know. <laughs> we will be yeah. back with this ignorant show. Magnum's pulled out too. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, for my closing remarks today, I choose to keep encouraging people, uplifting people, and enlightening you all to some of the things I've had to learn on my journey. And I'm not claiming to know more than anybody else. I'm just talking to people from a standpoint of just trying to be an encouraging person from my own standpoint, my own viewpoint. You don't have to agree with anything I say. You have the right to your own opinion, your own line of thinking. So this is not a forced thing. This is just, you know, uh, words of encouragement at the end of the show. So when you're starting your day and you're thinking about your road to success and happiness, I've had a lot of um, challenges along the way that I've had to learn how to overcome And I've had to find different methods and learn from more successful people than myself how to get it done. One of the major things that I learned, and this is very difficult for me to do because of the most useless uh, emotion in the human spirit, which is guilt. Guilt serves no one. But because of guilt, I found it hard to implement this that I'm about to share with you. You've heard the old saying, birds of a feather flock together. You've heard association brings on participation. What that simply means is if you have a goal in mind, uh, an aspiration, somewhere you're trying to get to, to get there better, quicker, faster, more peacefully, you have to surround yourself with like-minded people. Now, this is hard to do. And I'm going to tell you why it's hard to do for me. Because I was held to a certain amount of accountability by people who just didn't want to see me leave them. So as I began to change my life, change my direction, leave Cleveland, move up, try to come up, do more, try to become more, try not to be the the person that I used to be. They have words to hold you to them. Like, man, you got to keep it real, man. Hey, man, don't forget where you come from. Now, not forgetting where you come from is important, but they're saying it from the fact of what they really mean is keep it real. Don't forget where you come from. A lot of those people simply mean don't leave us. And it's not your obligation to take everybody with you. You've got to understand that. Don't get held to the emotion of guilt and keep associating with people who don't mean you well. 
Now, look, that goes to something my father told me a long time ago. He said, son, everybody come with you, can't go with you. Some people are in your life for certain periods of time. And that's just it. You have to move on from them. Some of your friends, you just grew apart from. Some of your associates, you just can't keep associating with them all the time. Some of your people, you can meet them at the gym and play ball, but you can't do nothing else with them. That's okay. Stop thinking that because a person labels you their friend that you now owe them a ride. You don't. Stop thinking like I hurt myself so many years hanging on to people suffering from guilt. What's going to happen to their family? What's going to happen to their ability to get another job? And I've had people use me for years and for years and for years. I finally got to the point where I'm done with that. I finally got to the point. I started learning it a while back, but at 61, I'm telling you, I'm so through with that. I'm so through with feeling obligated to people who ain't really obligated to me. And don't y'all all have them people in your circle right now? Oh, you so obligated to them, but are they really obligated to you? You always looking out for their best interest, but do they ever look out for your best interest? Association brings on participation. If you hang with a bunch of people that cuss all the time, eventually you're going to be cussing. If you hang with a lot of people who do drugs all the time, every time they get together and you just got to be with them, eventually you're going to be into drugs. It's just a part of it. Association brings on participation. If you somewhere and people playing ping pong every day, you don't think you're going to pick up the paddle one day, at least give it a shot. It's how this works, man. So you owe it to yourself to prune the tree. You owe it to yourself to take inventory. You owe it to yourself to surround yourself with like-minded people, to find people who are going the same direction you're going, who want the same same things you want. It's nothing wrong with that. And I'll tell you something else, too. It'll sure make your life a little bit smoother. That's not going to make it easier, but it will make it smoother. Wouldn't it be good to have somebody to talk to that wasn't always telling you why it won't work? Y'all can't stand to have an idea and take it to somebody, and the first word out their mouth is why it won't work. So then when they come up with how it will work, all of a sudden now it's their idea. (laughs) Man, you know how many times I've been around people like that? Birds of a feather flock together. If you hang with people who don't do nothing, Eventually, you're going to think it's okay not to do nothing too. Take inventory, prune the tree, separate yourself, and remember, it ain't your job to give nobody a free ride. It is not your job. They will slow your progress down. Those are my closing remarks. Y'all keep that one today. All right? All right, Y'all have a great weekend, everybody. (laughs) All right, uh, it's just Monday. Thank I you know, for that question. I, I worked all Monday. this past Monday. weekend, and I'll be working this weekend, <laughs> too, so I just want y'all to know that. I hope you know that. It still hurts. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.